welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. And today I'm talking about plagiarizing. That seems to be the topic of the day, the week, the month. Now that the new president, Ed Litton, of the Southern Baptist Convention has been caught plagiarizing J.D. Greer's sermons, who in turn seemed to have plagiarized some anecdotes from Paul David Tripp, and so on and so forth. As I was falling asleep last night, mulling over this issue, which is near and dear to my heart, a picture emerged in my mind. And you've all seen this picture if you've ever seen an animal documentary It's the picture of a mama bird, sometimes a penguin, sometimes other birds, that pre-digest the food for their chicks and then open their beak and regurgitate the food into the chick's mouth. Now, usually when we watch a show like that or see a picture like that, we go, ew, but we know that it's necessary for the mama bird to soften the food so her chick's digestive system can handle it. Well, that picture should be in your mind when you think of a pastor plagiarizing a sermon. What he is doing is he's regurgitating already pre-digested food, spiritual food, and regurgitating it onto his congregation. Now, when Jesus charged Peter to feed his sheep, Jesus did not have in mind to regurgitate recycled food. When a pastor plagiarizes his material in whole or in part, he's doing the same thing. He's offering regurgitated, recycled, cold, pre-digested food to the flock, and it is not nourishing. The flock will starve. Here's a verse from John 21, 15, and 17 in the ESV. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. In verse 17, He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Now, what does it mean to feed the sheep? Strong's defines the word. Bosco, properly to feed or graze, but figuratively to spiritually nourish by feeding people the word of God. While Strong's word 4166, poimen, focuses on shepherding the flock, caring for them, the word here, Bosco, stresses feeding them his word. And that's the end of the Strong's definition of what it means to feed, as in that verse from John 21, 15 and 17. A pastor who plagiarizes material, whether in small part or the whole thing, fails to nourish God's sheep. This is a sacred charge that Jesus gave to Peter, 
and by definition, all pastors. It is a preacher's job to nourish the sheep by feeding them explanations, proclamations, exhortations, and interpretations of God's word. This is done by the pastor alone in his study, praying, seeking the Lord for the spirit to guide him into all meaning for this congregation. Barnes notes says of verse 15, quote, feed my lambs. The word here rendered feed means the care afforded by furnishing nutriment for the flock. In the next verse, there is a charge in the Greek. The word feed denotes rather the care, guidance, and protection which a shepherd extends to his flock. By use of both of these words, it is supposed that our Savior intended that a shepherd was both to offer the proper food for his flock and to govern it, or as we express, to exercise the office of pastor. This expression is taken from the office of shepherd, with which the office of a minister of the gospel is frequently compared. It means, as a good shepherd provides for the wants of his flock, so the pastor in the church is to furnish food for the soul, or so to exhibit that the faith of believers may be strengthened and their hope confirmed. End of this Barnes Notes quote. Note the cause and effect portion of the statement, Peter, do you love me? Then feed my sheep. Feeding nutritious food to the flock for their spiritual benefit is an outflow of the pastor's love for Jesus. Matthew Henry said, quote, no one can be qualified to feed the sheep and lambs of Christ who does not love the good shepherd more than any earthly advantage or object. It's the end of the Matthew Henry quote. Now, I don't know why pastors plagiarize. Does the plagiarizing pastor fear man? and wishes to test run a regurgitated sermon that has already proven acclaimed? Does the plagiarizing pastor have the sin of sloth and regurgitate sermons because his attention is elsewhere on more fleshly pursuits? Is the plagiarizing pastor afraid to mishandle the word of God because he so loves it and in plagiarizing fails? at the very thing he's afraid of. Whatever the reason, plagiarizing is a sin. It fails the office of preacher. Where one sin exists, others are present. Richard Adams wrote in his novel, Watership Down, a proverb by the rabbits. It is, one cloud feels lonely. And I can extrapolate that fictional proverb to this. One sin feels lonely. The Bible warns in Genesis 4, 7, if you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door and its desire is for you, but you must master it. Numbers 32, 23 says, but if you do not do this, you will certainly sin against the Lord and be assured 
your sin will find you out. Get that? It will find you out. So what's the remedy? Romans 6.12. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires. Do not let it reign. Sin will happen. Sin is in us. But we must slay all sins one by one endlessly so it doesn't grab a toehold and spread its evil tentacles all over our heart, eventually reigning as king rather than the Holy Spirit. Eventually, unaddressed sin becomes easier and the conscience gets seared. Don't let it happen. Be warned, plagiarism is a sin. Plagiarism is evidence that one is abandoning the love one had for Jesus at the first, as we saw in John 21, 15 to 17. Do you love him? Feed his sheep fresh, nourishing, tender food from the revitalizing word of God, not some other guy's recycled, regurgitated old food that does nothing for the soul except to weary its hearers and besmirch the name of Jesus. And that is the end of this podcast episode. I pray that it will enliven you, convict you, cause you to seek out more information. But in any case, I hope you have a wonderful day.